Hey there, and welcome back to the Food Biz Whiz podcast. This is episode 217, and it is the third of four episodes in our fourth quarter focus mini-series that we brought back again this year. For four weeks, we're focusing on what you can do to set up and increase sales of your packaged food or beverage business for the remainder of the year. And then we're talking about what happens once that window has closed this season and how you can get prepared for January when those wholesale buyers actually start considering new products again. Today, we're talking about nurturing your existing accounts to ensure that you are capturing all of the sales that you can from those shelves this season in the accounts that you are already on. Last week, we talked about getting on the shelf, and this week, we are talking about selling off the shelf. Okay, if you're ready to talk about sales strategy, let's do this. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. Hey, my whizzes. All right, before we get started, let me do a little recap of part one and two of this series. I'll link both of these episodes in our show notes right here for you. And I highly recommend that you go back and listen to them if you haven't tuned in already. You can listen in any order, so just do what works best for you. In the first episode of our mini series, episode 215, we talked about the rhythm of retail and what that wholesale buyer is thinking in October, November, and December. Come the fourth quarter, that buyer is heads down in holiday logistics, so you you have to know exactly what they're focused on and how to shift your behavior appropriately. Then episode two in our series, that was episode 216, we talked through my last chance pitch and talked about having that real talk conversation with yourself on whether or not you are actually a holiday-related product, and if so, how to craft a pitch that lands with that wholesale buyer during this crunch period. I tell you exactly what to do to get your mm, pumpkin spice muffin mix on the shelf this year, and how you might want to just press pause if, say, you're a miso brand. Now we get to episode three of our mini-series, and we are talking through nurturing your existing accounts. We all know it's one thing to land on the shelf, and it's a whole other thing to sell off of them, so we want to make sure you are doing everything in your ability to move that product once you're there. When I think about nurturing your accounts, I see it as this multi-pronged strategy. You've got to nurture those wholesale buyers who are making decisions about your product line and the in-store teams who are stocking your products. And then you've got to nurture the shoppers who are coming into that store and putting your product into their shopping baskets. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've likely heard me talk about getting your audience to know you and like you and trust you before you start selling to them. We specifically talk about this with direct-to-consumer sales, but it applies to wholesale as well. Remember this as you start to think about your holiday sales and as you're plotting out your fourth quarter promotions. 
So let's break it down into the two areas of focus here. First, the wholesale buyers and their teams, and then the shoppers in the store, two very different audiences. First, let's focus on those wholesale accounts, the buyers and their teams. So you want to nurture those wholesale relationships so that they know exactly when you'll be ready to deliver your first holiday orders, so that they think of you when they're planning their holiday displays, and so that they don't change their mind on stocking you and your Q4 products. If you don't have a seasonal product, it's even more important to continue to nurture those accounts through Q4 so that they don't forget about you during this busy season, or even worse, discontinue you even temporarily. Gosh, when I was a buyer and I was making Q4 decisions and bringing in holiday-related items, inevitably, we had to discontinue some things. We just didn't have room on our shelves to add in a whole bunch of holiday-related product, so something had to get cut. Okay, so here are some ways that you can nurture those accounts, both at the beginning of Q4 and throughout the rest of the year. First off, demos. Demos show that you are committed to your brand. Now, you probably could hear, like, I was rolling my eyes here as I said demos. And I'm going to say, I get it, right? If you are in retail ready, you know that I have many, many thoughts on demos and the how, when, where, why of doing them, or frankly, when we give you full permission to opt out of them. But it is worth putting at the top of our list here. If your product is great for the Thanksgiving table, Get in there the week of Thanksgiving, or better yet, once every few weeks leading up to Thanksgiving, and then again that week. Maybe your product that is perfect for dry January. I want you to schedule your demos now for early January dates. Next, I want you to educate the team, right? We want to make them into mini salespeople so they recommend your brand to shoppers who are coming in store. Again, if you're in retail ready, here's where you refer back to your reorder checklist module for ideas on what to implement here. It's going to vary brand by brand. Then I want you to become best friends with their marketing department, the store's marketing departments. What does that department need in order to create content around your brand? right? Is it recipe cards? Is it a blog post? Is it a new shelf talker? Make it easy for them to promote your product. What digital assets do they need? How are you talking up that retail store on your own social feeds and tagging them? So all they have to do is reshare. I want you to communicate to the buyer what sort of promotions you are willing to do this season, right? Do you, is that a promotion where the margin is strictly kept by the store and they get a little boost from you? Or is it passed on to that customer? So they're, they're, they're getting the sale, right? Outline exactly what you can do promotion-wise to that buyer. I want you to send monthly newsletters to your wholesale accounts, separate of any newsletter that you send to your customers. If you're not doing this already, get on it. Tell them about your seasonal offerings. Tell them your brag-worthy stats about last year's Q4 sales. Highlight what people are doing with your products this season. Whatever feels relevant for your brand. I want you to stay top of mind with those wholesale buyers. And then be a human, right? Recognize that the fourth quarter is go time in retail. Those teams are likely stressed, They're short-staffed, and they are really feeling the seasonal pressure, right? What can you do to show up as a kind, respectful vendor? How can you offer 
compassion and empathy to the retail accounts that you encounter this season. Maybe it's bringing coffee for whoever happens to be signing in deliveries next time you show up, or volunteering to stock your own product on the floor, or stickering Best Buy dates yourself instead of asking that grocery team to do it for you. Whatever it is, if you can lend an extra hand, an extra five minutes without being annoying or putting more work on that grocery team, whatever you can do to lend a little bit of extra kindness, especially as we get closer and closer to Thanksgiving, it goes a long way. All right. So those are some things on some ideas on how to nurture your wholesale accounts during the busy season. And remember, buyers are human. Treat them like humans. (laughs) Nurturing your accounts doesn't have to feel complicated or time consuming. It just has to be thoughtful and heartfelt. If you sincerely want these wholesale partnerships to, to work for you, I want you to view them as just that. They're partnerships. Ask yourself how you can show up as the best partner possible over the next few months and start with that. From there, it's important to nurture your relationships with those shoppers as well. As we said, you've got to get off the shelf in order to keep those wholesale accounts. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back talking about nurturing those shoppers. Hang tight. Do you know just how much profit you're making or losing as you ship your products direct to consumer or to your retail accounts? You've got to get crystal clear on this before we enter the busy season of increased direct to consumer or direct store shipping. Join us in Retail Ready now through October 24th and get your free ticket worth $200 to our live What Should I Charge workshop. You'll learn how to calculate your fixed versus variable costs, freight on board versus delivered pricing. You'll figure out if you can afford any sort of discount when shipping online, like free or reduced shipping or offering introductory offer discounts. You're going to learn your threshold for offering free shipping to your retail accounts and a whole lot more. If you've considered enrolling in Retail Ready so that you can get your sales and reorder strategies dialed in this fourth quarter, now is the perfect time to join us. You'll have our support throughout this busy season, ensuring that you're focusing on the right things in your business instead of putting out fires all season long. And you're going to use our strategies to sell, sell, sell. Plus, you'll get our added $200 bonus workshop, What Should I Charge, when you join us before October 24th. Click through to the Retail Ready information page on the show notes to find out more about our signature program and Retail Ready Essentials, both which come with our bonus live What Should I Charge workshop before October 24th. Okay, we are back. Let's talk about nurturing those shoppers in store. So nurturing shoppers doesn't have to look all that different than nurturing your wholesale accounts. Oftentimes the actions are very similar, if not the same action. So let me give you a few extra ideas on what that might look like. First off, your consumers, start sending them emails now. If you haven't emailed anyone all year (laughs) and the first time that you pop into their inbox is Black Friday, asking them to buy from you, it's simply not going to work. You are going to be marked as spam. You're going to get a whole bunch of unsubscribes. And frankly, you just won't make the sales that you're hoping for. So instead, 
How can you warm up your audience starting now? It's as easy as getting them accustomed to opening your emails for the next few weeks so that when you do pop the question on Black Friday, they'll say yes to purchasing. So how do emails work when you're trying to drive an in-store sale? It's very similar. So ideally, you have your list segmented by location so that you can direct people in-store to purchase, right? Like, come visit us in... Excuse me. Come visit us in Mainstream Market. We'll be there on Thursday doing a demo of our truffle oil. Perfect for Thanksgiving. See you soon, right? Okay, obviously you wouldn't want to send that email to your full list. Let's say, again, you're demoing in my fake store, Mainstream Market. And let's say it's in Chicago. That person in Alabama does not care that you are demoing in Chicago on Thursday, right? So we want to segment our list. Okay. So again, we build trust with our audience before we ask them to buy. So you want to spend the next few months or weeks, depending on when you're listening, sending them emails to warm them up. Give them a seasonal recipe. If you're not seasonal, give them a a recipe that they can make with your product that cuts corners, saves time during this busy season, right? Give them a playlist to put on when they carve pumpkins. Give them an interview with the founder. I mean, that might be you. That's great. Whatever it is, right? Just just do it. (laughs) Keep those emails simple. Give them one thing per email, right? Like I'm not saying a playlist and an interview and a recipe all in one email, right? Those are three separate emails there. Keep it easy. So give them one of those things per email, and then you are on your way to building that trust. Then when you're ready, you can sell to them either direct to consumer or by sending them to a particular store if you've got your list segmented. A past client of mine, Goldmine Adaptogens, did a really great job of this a few years ago. So over the summer, they ran a 20% off sale at Whole Foods in Northern California. So they were sending consistent nurturing emails, right? They were emailing their list regularly, and they segmented it, and they directed our NorCal people to go buy in-store. And then if people weren't able to buy in-store they still offered a small discount to their list. I can't remember what it was, but let's say, you know, if we were doing 20% on shelf, maybe it was like 15% to their list in order to, you know, give give that discount to folks who couldn't go in store and shop or for folks who were incorrectly tagged as being in NorCal, right? There's also a strategy too, where you can say, You can email your full list and say, hey, we're running a promo in Northern California, but we know so many of you live outside of our region. Here's a little coupon off your next order to sweeten the deal, you know, available for the next two weeks, something like that. It worked perfectly for Goldmine. So a few other things that you can do to nurture those shoppers are also things, like I said, that help the store out. I'm hoping that you see now that it's all connected. So again, doing demos, as I suggested earlier, not only shows the wholesale buyer that you're committed, but obviously it also warms up your audience. Over the next few months or weeks, you can do demos that show folks how to use your product for holiday entertaining or highlights how great it is for gift giving. Start planting those seeds now. Next, connecting with your audience on social media, right? Posting about your products and where they're sold. Direct people in store starting now. Tag those stores in your posts and stories on Instagram so then that store can reshare with with their audience of shoppers. It's a win-win. 
And again, there is a ton that you can do to warm up these shoppers. And it all goes back to creating those connections, to educating them, and to showing them why your product is the thing to purchase this holiday season. The actual tactics are going to be different based on your own business, right? Like, again, say you're not a seasonal product, right? Don't try to put a holiday spin. You know, again, this was a retail ready student recently, but talking about kimchi, like don't try to say kimchi is perfect for gift giving. I mean, I'm sure there's people in your life who might feel that way, but what is kimchi perfect for during the holiday season? It's perfect for quick meals. It's perfect for aiding in digestion, right? It's perfect for a snack, right? We can think about, you know, I'm not going to tell, try to convince our audience to put kimchi on their turkey, but I can say, you know, don't know what to make the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. How about a rice bowl? Put this kimchi on it. It is delicious and you will set your tummy up for success come tomorrow, right? We can get creative there and it all, it changes business to business. Okay, so like I said, the actual tactics there are gonna be different based on your own business. So the key here is really to be aware that you need a strategy, right? That sales don't just automatically happen. If you're in retail ready, I would love to talk about this with you. Come to our next live Q&A call and ask away or post in our student group for immediate feedback on your holiday strategy. Okay, my whizzes, let's wrap this up. In today's show, we covered the two different audiences to nurture now through the end of the year. Although if I'm being honest, these are important to do year round. Again, the strategy and tactics might shift seasonally, but you want to ensure that you're intentionally thinking about these things as you grow your business. What can I do this quarter to nurture the wholesale buyers? What can I do this quarter to nurture my in-store shoppers, right? Next week, we will wrap up our fourth quarter mini-series with a final episode on what you should do once buyers stop accepting new products for their shelves this year and where you can focus for big business growth. The final episode is going to set you up for success as we get deeper into the fourth quarter and we start to look ahead to the new year. And then don't forget one more reminder that we are running our live What Should I Charge workshop on October 25th. And we are giving away bonus free tickets worth $199 to anyone who joins us in Retail Ready before then, before October 25th. This live workshop will ensure you know exactly what to charge for shipping direct to consumer or to your direct accounts during this busy sales season, right? We need you to be profitable when you're shipping. <laughs> so if you've been eyeing retail ready, now is the time to get in there. Find out our inf- find our information and enrollment page directly in the show notes. Okay, and then a quick question for our listeners. I want to know how you are enjoying this mini series. I would love to know your feedback. So send me a DM on Instagram. You know, I'm at It's Alley Ball. And let me know if you like the style where we take a larger topic, right? Like the fourth quarter and break it down into a series of shorter episodes. It's been really fun for me to do. We've done it a couple of years in a row now. And I want to know if you feel the same, right? If you want me to repeat this style more often, come speak up. I can't know whether or not you like it unless you tell me. So send me a DM and... Give me your feedback. Do you like these mini series? Let me know. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As always for listening. And I will see you right back here next week for our fourth episode of our fourth quarter focus mini series. Have a good one.
Thanks for listening to Food Biz Whiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.